Welcome to the Architect of Change Show with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman & Associates. Now here's Connie. Hi, I'm Connie Whitman, your host, and you're listening to Architect of Change on webtalkradio.net. I'm so pleased that you are able to join me this week. My motivational quote is by Alan Cohen, and it says, Business is not a reason for not getting other things done. It is an excuse for not claiming your true priorities. You know, we all have 24 hours or 1,440 minutes every day. What do you do with all that time? Is it being spent on things that will give you the life you dream of and desire? Or are you living on that hamster wheel and running and not really moving from the same point you start at each day? Frustrating, right? How many of you use phrases like, oh, I don't have enough time to get everything done, or I wish I had more than 24 hours in my day, then maybe I could catch up, or time is flying by and I can't seem to ever catch up. There has to be a better way. Do any of these statements sound maybe even a little familiar? What are we doing wrong? What are we, are we missing? Is there an easier way to control time? Well, the answer to these questions will be addressed today in the next vital half hour. Wow, that's a ton to cover, and my guest, Divya Parekh, is here to help us slow down, breathe, and discover some strategies to help us all control our day and ultimately become more productive. Divya Parekh is an in-demand motivational speaker, a leading business relationship and leadership coach, uh, coach I apologize, and an Amazon best-selling author. Her newest book, I'm sorry, her newest bestseller is called The Entrepreneur's Garden, Nine Essential Relationships to Cultivate a Wildly Successful Business. This book serves as the foundation for many leaders in business and other organizations. She also co-authored the international best-selling book, The Voyage to Your Vision. Divya has guided many entrepreneurs, CEOs, and management personnel into realizing their goals and reaching their next level of accomplishments. She's accomplished this through her individual coaching sessions, leadership talks, and workshops. Divya, thank you so much for being on today. Thank you so much, Connie, for having me on your show and the opportunity to have this conversation. Yeah, it's such, it really is such an important conversation, I think, for all of us. We're all trying to fit in so much, and it seems like at the end of the day, we look back and say, oh, what did I get done today? And I hope today's show puts people on the path of looking back at their day and say, holy smokes, I got so much done. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, because time is something that nature has given us equally. We all have 24 hours in a day, and it's up to us what we make of it. That's well said. So why do, sometimes, why do we sometimes feel that we're so busy all day long, yet at the end we're just not productive? What's going on with that? Well... I think so, Connie. You'll probably be able to relate it to it, it as well. So, for example, any entrepreneur, any personal, any mom, for that matter, anyone, we are so bogged down with distractions in today's day and age. We have emails. You have IMs from Facebook. You have storylines on MySpace. You have got Instagram. And once you're on Facebook, you're going ahead and posting likes or whether you're on LinkedIn, 
They're commenting. You're on phone. It's online meetings. And then also along with it, your day is jam-packed. What is happening is your poor brain that has evolved over millions of years to be focused on one task is now being bombarded not only by multitasking, but the amount of information we are receiving. We are bombarded by the information from TV, from phones, like because we are always on social media and we're getting these news feed from all over. You're listening to podcasts, you have the music going on, and then maybe sometimes listen to the radio show. And then what happens is it's very hard for brain to soak all that information. And what's happening is that there are studies out there which shows that if you are doing multitasking and if you switch screens while you're doing tasks, you're going and switching tabs, it takes almost anywhere between 8 to 10 minutes for brain to get really focused again. So by the time you're getting into the groove, doing your chore, or doing your task, doing your errand, whatever it is, whatever that task is at hand, your brain is getting exhausted because brain is designed to suffice, not optimize. It is runs on so much energy that the key is to just just work the best with what it's have. And that's one of the reasons that when we bombard it, we feel busy and of course, you know, we schedule a day from morning till evening. Do we prioritize? Do we really look at what we are doing? So at the end of the day, you feel busy but not as productive. And that's not to say it's for everyone. There's a lot of people who have their organized time, but many of us may feel that way. And, you know, a comment, a couple of things. It was funny, right before this show, I was on a Zoom meeting, <laughs> um, handling a coaching. We're, we're changing some, at one of my clients, uh, we're putting in some support mechanisms for their coaching culture, right? So we had that Zoom meeting, taping the show. I am one of those very scheduled people, and ironically, my kids are as well, because that's how they grew up, right? Because I've always been a working mom. The other thing I want to comment on, I never quote-unquote multitask. If I'm working, I schedule a project, and I'm going to work from 10 to 10.30 on whatever that is, and I set my timer, I focus, I do what I could do in that half hour, and then what is the next thing I have scheduled that I need to put a dent in. So multitasking, I love that you included that in your intro because it doesn't work. There's Your brain, you're right, can't shift from one to the other. We waste more time. And the other thing for my managers out there, I, I, my husband works for a company, and one week he came home, Divya, and he said to me, do you know how many meetings I had this week? And I was like, I don't know, 10? 36 meetings, and each meeting was an hour plus. So in a 40-hour week, when do you get the work done if you're in meetings all the time? So this is the other thing that I think is happening in our corporate environments is we have meetings on meetings on meetings, and it's, it, it just saps up all of our time to be able to work on projects, et cetera, which is kind of tragic. I, I want to ask you another question because you're, I agree with you 100%. I think we fill our day with stuff. That doesn't mean it's productive stuff or to push our life forward with goals or whatever. What do we feel or what do people typically feel when we're busy but not productive. I know you, there's some psychology to that. Mm-hmm. So as you mentioned about meetings, 
And regardless whether you're a corporate professional or whether you are a mom or whether you are a dad who's a Mr. Mom or whether you're an entrepreneur, your life is filled with meetings. So thank you for bringing that up. So many times we think that we are networking as entrepreneurs and we tend to meet so many different people, but are you taking it anywhere? And Mm -hmm. the same goes with meetings in corporate world. You may hold... 10 meetings. However, are you questioning that do we need all the relevant players? Are we questioning have we sent out all the necessary points before the meeting? So, for example, I'll share in my previous life in corporate world, what I would do is I would send exactly what we were going to talk about, what decisions would be made, what action items we were going to discuss down to the point that we had templates for meetings where we assigned time between 9 to 9.10 this, 9.10 to 9.20 this, and also the culture and people were open to it that if we were digressing and going off tangent, somebody would gently bring him back to the moment and on the decision or project at hand. So really? what we feel going back to your question that when we are so over busy and not productive, frustration, overwhelm sets in because the work's not going away. You've got to do the work. <laughs> and now your time's gone. Your focus is not there. And if your focus is not there, then most likely you are going to t- end up making mistakes. So think about the difference. On one hand, you may have a busy mind that is engaged in 10 different things, whereas you have a focused mind, which one is going to do better? I'm going to invite listeners to think about it and answer it for themselves. Yeah, and it's so funny. Last week I had, I'm very particular about networking events that I say yes to, that I accept, because at the end of the day, I think it's silly for anyone to think they're going to a networking event. You're going to get business out of it. If you think that, you're crazy. You have to build You have to build relationships and prove yourself before folks will trust to send business your way because it's their reputation online. Last week, I had to go to an event in New York. Um, a doctor from India was here, and she is the head of an international organization for executive women. And I'm on that advisory council, but she invited us and my partners to go to India to speak next year. Now, to go to India, first of all, is time, money, and a tremendous amount of effort to leave my business for a week, you know, so to speak, because the conference is for a week, this networking thing. After meeting her and connecting with these fabulous women at this event, um, uh, my partner happened to come with me, and we both, on the way back to, to get the train back to New Jersey, said, hmm, we definitely have to go to this. There was such value, such commitment from the individuals that... It, it's an environment bigger than me, bigger than my partner, bigger than you that we realize we need to be part of. So meetings, I love your idea with the meetings of going in with a focused agenda and not letting people get off tangents. For networking, be very, very 
critical in the ones you accept because we think I'm networking, I'm networking, and we're running around like crazy people. And you walk out and you have all these credit card, um, credit cards, all these uh, business cards, but we do nothing with them. It's it's just the mind can't keep up, which is what you said at, at the onset, um, to be able to handle all of this. So yeah, frustration, overwhelm, and time is gone. Like what are we doing? So what what do you see? as a professional on this topic, what do you see as the primary causes why people become not productive or lack of productivity in addition to what we've just talked about? So one of the additional things, like, you know, two things that I have seen in my clients and also have discussed at it length in my newest book that we talked about in the Entrepreneur's Garden is one is lack of prioritization of your tasks, where you're just going and doing things throughout the day. It's not sitting down. It, you could just sit down on Sunday, half an hour. Take a look, what's upcoming, what needs to be done, and how you're going to go about it. Is there something that you can delegate? Is there something that you can do in another way. So I'll share an example. So several times, a lot of people, you know, that I want to meet, I want to network. However, as part of networking, I'll say, why don't we schedule a call for 10 minutes? And we'll talk. And again, it's the purpose. As you're going through it, is there any way you can support them? Is there any way your relationship that you're going to build with them going to take you places? Is this person going to be your friend or a joint venture partner or potential client or potential referral source? And if they don't fall in the category, because it's, again, if you're connecting with a person who's completely with different values, then you are in a position where you don't even want to go further. Now, that said, that it does not mean you are not employing the RWD principle. So the RWD principle I use is one is first Give respect to anyone you meet, whether it's on phone, whether it's personally or networking. W it stands for the warmth. Show them the warmth of your heart. D is give them the dignity that they deserve. It's about assessing even in network. Like where do you want to take that relationship? And when you have assessed that, going back to the example, I'll say, okay, let's talk for on the phone for 10 minutes. We chat, and if both of us are going to benefit, and if you are going to be able to use our time wisely, then we will go and meet for coffee. And I personally have started this from several years back, where I will ask and request people, would you like to join me for a walk? And not only they're exercising, you're exercising, you're out in nature and about, and you are utilizing your time networking, using your time efficiently, as well as walking. So that's one of the ways that can be used. And another thing that I had mentioned to you is that we have talked about prioritization. And then the second is, how do you view time? A lot of people view time in the short term. It's so important to have long-term vision having what are your goals in six months from now? What are your goals in one month, two years? What, so starting from six months, one year, two years, and then you break it down, working from to the end to 
right now, you will realize that your days can be very, very productive and become more focused. Yeah, and and we're going to take a break in a sec, but I I was giggling at the go for a walk and networking. I love killing two birds with one stone, and when the weather is pleasant, what a lovely thing to do, even if, you know, you grab a cup of coffee on the way and go for a walk in the park, what a lovely lovely way to spend that time networking to get to know each other as well as being with nature. It's almost meditative in nature. And it provides for such a beautiful foundation of that connection with this other human that we're trying to connect with. So what a, I love that recommendation. I think it's, um, it's awesome. And goal setting, again, the short to the long term, I think it, we don't, I don't think people set goals, strategic goals that are Thoughtful, And I, I love how you say the prioritization and then looking at the six-month, one-year, two-year, and then breaking that backwards to say, what do I need to do to, it, to accomplish that goal? That, to me, is the strategic thinking to execute the goal. Love it. That, everything you just said was so brilliant. Um, let's take a quick, quick break, and then we come back. I'd like to talk about when are people, or when have you found that our people are most productive, and maybe even throughout the day, different types of people are productive throughout different t- uh, parts of the day. So I'm just curious about that. So let's take a quick break first. It's a shame when you're feeling stuck in your business, and you feel like you have nowhere to turn. It's a shame when you slog through long days in your business and you don't get any return. It's a shame when you feel like you can't see the forest for the trees and your business brings you to your knees. Einstein said repeating the same actions over and over won't produce different results. So stop feeling ashamed. Your business and you deserve better. Change that shame into righteous fame. Connie Whitman can tame that shame. Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates will help you to discover your new path, and nothing will ever be the same. Connie's tried and true one-on-one coaching sessions will tame that shame so you and your business will not continue in vain. Call Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates today at 732-888-1420. That's 732-888-1420. Or email Connie at WhitmanAssociates.com. Call Connie. Turn that shame into your game. Okay, we are back and we are speaking with Divya Parekh and we are talking really about productivity and the the idea of how to increase our productivity. We're all busy. How can we get focused with our efforts? So um, is there, Divya, is there, a, a, when we're most productive, is there a set course for when we're the most productive? <laughs> it is a very individual dependent. However, there are studies that have shown that the morning hour is the magic hour. Yeah. That you wake up early in the morning. And if you look at people who are very successful, who, if you look at athletes, if you look at disciplined people, you will find that most of the people are getting up early in the morning and making the most of it. Now, whether it's uh, different routines, different things, but people will have structured routines in the morning prepping the day up and that's when they have found that people are usually most productive now that doesn't go to say that there are several night owls who can work really well and there are people like me who can work well in the morning as well as work at night 
it's I just read it's so funny that you're mentioning this I just read an article um, it was either Forbes or Success Magazine I'm not sure but they talked about uh, you know Branson and Oprah and what are the things that they do to make them so productive and successful and the morning they get up very early in the morning it's the quietest time of day no one is distracting you no one is pulling you um, via emails and texts and phones and meetings so that you really can be very very focused in your efforts and it was funny I just spoke with I had a, another guest that I had taped a show uh, recently and we talked about morning routine and she we talked about reading I read first thing in the morning, I set my, my clock or whatever. When I first wake up, the first thing I do is meditate and then I have my cup of coffee and why I do that I read for 10-15 minutes every morning. It's, it's a routine, I don't deviate from it unless I have to be out of the house like extraordinary early but I read that 5-10 to 10 minutes a day every day. So you read and there are, there are quick blog articles or something that show up in my um, e inbox and I just pick and choose the topic that I want to read about. So there are certain things in the morning that we can do from a routine standpoint and I'm curious what do you recommend when you coach people what are the simple structures in their life that can make people more productive do you see a theme or do you make similar recommendations absolutely so few of the things that I have uh, recommended to people is doing something different something that's unique to you so for some people I say do not have the alarm clocks where it's waking you up. Do it in such a way that you have some beautiful music playing on your smartphone. Actually, mm -hmm. they do recommend not to have phone, but there are alarm clocks that will play music or have some different things. And then also for some people, it's very hard to get up in the morning. So keep a small diffuser where you turn it on right when you get up. So having essential oils and just having that aroma is so beautiful because when you wake up in the morning with freshness and energy in your heart, it carries you throughout the day. So a few of the things I do recommend is I'm just going to share a few here. One of them is gratitude exercise. Yes. Is the minute you wake up, think about it. You know, you have been handed over the fresh day again. It's yours to do it, whatever you want to do it. It's a beginning of a fresh day. You have the choice, power, because it's in our hands as to let go of past, whatever has happened. And yes, you know, things happen in each and every one of our lives. But what is it that we are going to make of today that we can even make yesterday jealous? How can we make it different? And then sitting down and writing your intention for the day. Okay, how am I going to wake up? And what am I going to plan today? So you don't have to go and sit down and with your goals and checklist. But it's just your intention. What kind of mood I'm going to be? I'm going to be happy today. I'm going to be energetic today. Declare your intention for the day. And then as you mentioned, meditation or listening to music or going for a walk. If it's not winter time, and even if it's winter time, I have few of my neighbors, without fail, they will get out at 6 a.m. or 6.30 sharp with the dogs or even by themselves, going for a walk, or even sometimes sitting with a cup of coffee 
One of the things I highly recommend is not going on your emails or your social media first thing in the morning. Yeah, it's, because it, it distracts us, right? Mm-hmm. Can I have a question for you? I love, I didn't, I don't, I have diffusers in my house. I don't have one in my bedroom. So you've just, hmm, my, I have a little light bulb over my head saying, hmm, maybe I need to put a diffuser in my bedroom. What scent do you recommend waking up to to get that energy level right out of the gate at a nice level? What do you recommend? It's whatever clicks with you, whatever resonates with you. It's so different. So, for example, I love jasmine in the morning. So what I'll do is I will have, you know, I'll just start the diffuser in the morning. It has got jasmine. Sometimes I'll have cinnamon and clove. Yes, cinnamon's my favorite. It's, It's just what gets you rocking. Yes. Yes. And can I just comment on the gratitude? I, I, for anybody, in addition to Divya's book, uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer had written a book, Wishes Fulfilled, uh, one of his last books, I think, that he wrote before he passed. And he writes, he write, he would do a chapter and have an exercise. And I just love that concept because you uh, learn the information and then he has an exercise to execute whatever the information is. And one of the things he said about gratitude is before you go to bed, put your head on the pillow, and just go through your day of all the little things that you were grateful for. It could have been the sunny day. It could have been you didn't hit traffic that day. It could have been the cup of coffee that morning just smelled and tasted so amazing. It could be simple little things that someone smiled or held a door for you. So as you go to bed with those those grateful thoughts, he said you, you're percolating on that through the night and having pleasant dreams, and then when you wake up, you actually wake up in a better uh, mood. And then the first thing when you wake up and a gratitude, what are you grateful for? Again, take 30 seconds. It doesn't have to be a a big, long, elaborate thing. 30 seconds of all the things you're grateful for and setting your intention for the day. So I love that you mentioned that uh, because as soon as I wake up my eyes, that's exactly what I do. And the last thing I do before I go to bed is I go through my little gratitude um, in my head. If... I know a lot of people do gratitude journals. I don't love to write, so that's not my thing. But if you feel so compelled um, to write it down, it could be even more impactful because you're not only thinking it, uh, you're writing it. But that's a habit I do every night and every morning, Divya. So I'm so happy you mentioned that because gratitude is a very, very powerful vibration and can really set the tone for the day that that unfolds without realizing we have so much power. So... Oh, my goodness. I love every one of those recommendations from the diffuser to the gratitude to the intention for the day. Alarm clock with music. Um, just phenomenal. We have about five minutes left. So any other recommendations that the listeners can really start to use today that you recommend with frequency or maybe that you have highlighted in the book, uh, The Entrepreneur's Garden? By the way, I love the name. I love the title of the book. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. I love it. it. Yeah, I love it. Thank you, Connie. You know, one of the things I highly recommend is exercising. Because coming from a biochemistry background and being in science field and having coaching that is based on science-based coaching, working with neuroscience and science, I strongly recommend exercising Regardless, whatever you can do, whatever your capacity is, even if it's five minutes walk, if you do that, the physiology of body changes to such a great extent where 
hormones like stress hormones, which are cortisol levels, which have long shelf lives from 13 to almost 24, 26 hours, gets reduced. And then the happy hormones like oxytocin are released. And I'm sure, Connie, you've heard of runner's high. And another thing I would recommend is socializing. Not frivolous socializing, some meaningful socializing. It's the holiday season. Go and give your time to someone who's in need. Mm. Do some volunteer work. And and even for your family, right? It does not have to be volunteer work, someone outside. You could create that support system within your family. Do something unexpected for someone. Do a kind act for someone. And yes, you will be asking, how does this relate to time management? Whenever we are happy, we are going to perform better, we are in an open perspective, we can look at possibilities. I call it the possibilities perspective. And then you'll be able to manage your time as well. So it's all interrelated. Your mindset, your time set, your action set, supporting others, supporting yourself, and having that compassion for yourself and others. It's so important. Yeah, and I and I you, the compassion for self. I think we're so critical of others, but we're the most critical of ourselves. And it's dangerous because all you're doing is is that record player, that self talk in your head is negative, and you're putting yourself down. Why? Why do we do that? Because it it tires us. I think, and it provides more exhaustion and probably raises our cortisol level. I would think it adds to the stress level. So you know, by exercising, and I agree 100 percent. Also drinking water. I know that sounds silly too, but staying hydrated uh, keeps your body functioning and lubricating the joints and all of those things. Um, it just creates a more fluid uh, lifestyle where you get oxygen to your brain and you can actually think clearly so that when you do sit down to work, it's a more focused energy and you're not just running without um, without focus and, and kind of not getting things done. I think it's dangerous. One last thing now. I know before we started that you had mentioned to me about your book and that I'm going to pl- uh, supply the link on the Web Talk Radio uh, platform, but what is that link going to offer the listeners? Well, I sincerely believe that book is going to help people. So what I've done is if you go ahead and get the book, this is a limited time offer, you'll get a free audio book. And if you purchase the book and send me the receipt, I'm going to give a $50 worth of assessment for free. Wow, because, that's lovely. Yes, because I do believe that giving begins with receiving, and especially in holiday season, I want to take the risk out of your hands. And go take a look at the book, and it talks about time in detail. It talks about relationship with yourself, relationship with money, relationship with people, and ultimately relationship with success. Yeah, I love it. And I'm glad you mentioned the holiday, too, um, because 
folks, this is a beautiful gift for someone who is thinking about starting a business or is in management and feel overwhelmed or for someone you love that just feels stressed out because they can't get out of their own way or they don't know how to get out of their own way. Um, Divya's book is really a beautiful how-to book for all of the things she just mentioned. Plus, thank you for that lovely gift of the $50 in assessments. I think that self-assessing is one of the important tools that we are not taught how to do and that we really do need to do so that you can see where your blind spots are and where you're not doing the things you should be doing and self-assessment helps kind of uh, focus our energies to see what we're doing well and what we really need to tweak um, within ourselves because 80% of the time, Divya, we're doing things well. It's the 20% that is always kind of a, a running deficit. So we need to self-assess what that movement looks like so that we're always managing and building on our strength. So thank you for that gift. Now, everybody, I'm going to give you uh, Divya's website. It's www.diviaparek.com slash speaking. And I'm going to spell Divya's name. It's D-I, D like David, I, V like Victor, Y, A, and then P like Peter, A, R, E, K, H, Dot com. Don't worry, I promise that I will post that on the web talk um, platform for you guys to click and go. And also, I will post Divya's uh, direct email, which is contact at diviaparek.com. Again, I promise, don't worry about the spelling. I will put that on the web uh, platform, web talk radio platform. And Divya, you sent me that link. I will send the link for the book and your, your free offer with the receipt, correct? Absolutely. And even if they don't get the book, so just uh, for signing up newsletter, I'm giving away a free audiobook, which is at $9.99, and it is about leadership and influence because we need leaders in today's world. We need to start taking the initiative and lead by example. That's for sure. We have a lot of managers. We need more leaders out there. <laughs> right? We're managing we're managing process, but we're not leading people. <laughs> so it's so dangerous, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Divya, thank you so much again uh, for being on. And, and folks, email me directly at Connie at com and share your stories of success or give me feedback if you read the book and, you know, the successes that you find. Uh, I'd love to share that on the show as well. And, of course, if you need any help with sales, service, coaching, building cultures in your corporation or your business, uh, please reach out to me. I'm, I'm certainly happy to help. Again, I promise. I will post everything on the web talk platform so you guys will be easy peasy for you to find and Divi I want to thank you again for your time and inspiration and just such such valuable ideas I picked up about three different things I'm going to start incorporating in my day so thank you for that as well you know Connie thank you so much so appreciate you having me on the show and having this opportunity to share a conversation and I would love to wish you a happy Thanksgiving and to your thank listeners you. as well yes. happy holidays and I'm very grateful for you thank you yes yes back at back at you happy holidays to all um, I hope you guys will join me weekly as we question build and discover together how to grow and challenge ourselves so we embrace change and realize that it is possible and easier than we often think. Um, Divya, thank you again. Thank you all for joining me. You've been listening to Architect of Change with me, your host, Connie Whitman, on webtalkradio.net. Thank you so much, everyone. Have an inspired week. You've 
You've been listening to The Architect of Change with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Thank you for tuning in. We're glad you were here. Time may change me, but I can't.